You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did, um, did Caesar live here? Um, no. I didn't think so. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico joining you as usual. Once again, if you just missed it before the break, Rico is happy for Oleg, right? My man. Happy for Oleg. My boy, I should say. Because he, well, according to your chart, my guy. Yes, he's my son. Your guy. Um, Oleg is off to Laramie, Wyoming. Yes, he is. To be a cowboy. To play for the pokes. To be a cowboy. He is, it's not a poke. To play for the pokes. Cowpokes. That is a that's, that's an Oklahoma State thing. No, they go. also say it because they're both cowboys. That's too bad. Let's Anybody go ahead. that's a cowboy says that they're a cowpoke. Okay. I guarantee it. All right. Every cowboy team uses pokes. Okay. Let's go ahead and head to the Honda Lincoln Hotline where we are joined by Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. Steve, did you hear the, the breaking news? Oleg to Wyoming. Yes, and I'll have to agree with Rico here that um, all, all wow. cowboy nicknames go by pokes. No way. Boom. I've never heard that. I've always just heard the uh, Oklahoma State one. Count it. one me. Yes, but uh, anyway, good good news for Oleg. I think a lot of he had a lot of fans here at Oleg uh, or here at Nebraska. But um, one, one thing I was going to ask you guys, how many Lithuanians, um, seven-foot Lithuanians, I should say, do you think are going to be in Laramie, Wyoming? Uh, now? I think one. he's one of three. Just Just one? He's one of three. Why three? I don't know. It just sounds like a pretty good number. I think that's a, that's going on the high mark. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, so now, but I don't know. I could be wrong. We we need to look at uh, Wyoming's uh, men's basketball roster. So I could be wrong. They might have multiple Lithuanians, seven foot over so, over under one and a half seven foot Lithuanians in Laramie. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hold on. Okay, so hold on. We're we're looking for this. This here. is important now. <laughs> we're actually doing. Oh, okay. okay. So I freaked out because they had. They've already added Oleg to the roster on their website. So you were like, wait a minute. <laughs> and I, I saw there was a second Lithu- or a Lithuanian on here, and I thought, whoa, what <laughs> oh, are the wow. odds? Um, okay, so yeah, Oleg is from Lithuania, if you don't know. We have um, – that is it. That's it? Damn it. He, he, there's somebody outside of Lithuania. Their, farthest, their player that's f- from the farthest location would yeah. be Missouri. Oh, wow. Perfect. That's some local recruiting right there. Yeah, talk about a 500-mile radius. I guess scratch that. There's some from Texas. There's a player from Texas. Oh, there you go. So Texas is their farthest. Okay. Well, still, the 500-mile radius is alive and well in Laramie. Yeah, so, absolutely. And now it's 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 been broadened by uh, Ole Koyanets coming to, to Laramie, Wyoming. Okay, Steve, we're, we're, once again, we're joined by Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska here on the on the show. Steve, it, it, Fred Hoiberg is on fire on the recruiting trail. I mean, Rink Mast uh, last Wednesday, Bryce Williams, I believe, last Wednesday as well, if I remember correctly, if they committed on the same day. They then they have uh, Nick Janowski committed on or late last week as well. And then they wrapped up official visits with Latrell Wrightsell Jr., and Javian McCollum over the weekend. Hunter Salas is going to visit here in a couple weeks. Break it all down. This what, weekend. Or yes, yes, spring game. Break it all down. What What are we thinking about uh, just the guys that committed? What do you like about them? And then uh, the, the the potential for Nebraska adding a couple more guys. Yeah, what a Wednesday that was last week, right? With Rink Mask first, 
and then uh, Bryce Williams within I think it was under two hours later. Yeah, uh, Bryce Williams from Charlotte um, hops on the hops on the Fred train too. So um, those are two excellent pickups in my opinion. Um, you know, Rink Mask is a six foot nine, two hundred forty pounder who spent um, his career um, before Nebraska in Bradley, and he was the first team All Missouri Valley Conference uh, pickup. Um, what I really like about Rink is his ability to stretch the floor. I guess he, he a lot of people are going to look at him as a replacement to Derek Walker, and, and you know we love Derek Walker. We love everything that he brought. Um, his his touch around the basket and in the paint was outstanding. But one thing that Derek didn't really provide was an outside shooting uh, uh, trait, and I think that's what um, Rink um, absolutely can bring he doesn't shoot a lot of threes he didn't shoot a lot of three at bradley but he when he did shoot them i mean he ma- he made them at almost a 30 uh yeah a 35 percent clip uh last season at bradley so um along with eight rebounds per game and and another thing that i think fans are really going to like about rank is his ability to pass the ball be a facilitator at the top of the key at the nail um that's something that Derek walker show that he can do um and that's something that rank has done at bradley and when i was talking to him for the um, recruiting visit uh, recap that I wrote about him. He said that that was one of the things that Fred Hoiberg and the staff really wanted to drive drive home the point of is him being a facilitator in the offense next season. And I view Rink Mask as a day one starter um, next year for Nebraska, so I think he's going to be heavily involved right away. And his ability to stretch the floor, um, make a three once in a while, and um, collect some assists, I think is is going to be something that fans are really going to notice with him. And then with Bryce Williams. First thing that I, I like about him, the size, six foot seven, two hundred fifteen, two hundred twenty pounds. He's played a lot of basketball at Charlotte. He's a veteran guy, and I think that's exactly uh, what Fred was really looking for in the along with Rink, along with um, in, in the transfer portal. So you're getting two very experienced guys, and with Bryce Williams, he's he bring, he's a forty percent free uh, three point shooter, makes a good clip of his free throws too. And so when you're a six seven guard and you're shooting 40% um, from three on about, I think it was four or five attempts per game, I mean, that, those are excellent numbers that you want to see. So I think those are um, guys that are going to have an immediate impact, obviously, next season for Nebraska. So um, really good on the transfer portal front. Um, and, of course, they might not be done. Uh, JVM McCollum, uh, a six foot two, 155, 160-pound point guard um, from um, – Sienna in, in Albany, New York, um, visited over the weekend, and he previously visited Oklahoma. I know he said, um, or I don't think he said, but it's been reported that he's also looking at South Florida as, as kind of his top three schools. Um, I kind of view that as Nebraska and Oklahoma's game right now, so it's going to be really interesting with Javian. And, and Javian, I think he fills that point guard role that uh, the Huskers are needing to find a replacement for with uh, Sam Greasel uh, moving on. So, if they can swing Javian McCollum as well um, to go along with a guy like Rink Mask and uh, Bryce Williams, I mean, Fred Hoiberg is hot right now, but he'd be just, you know, scorching. He'd be lava right now in the, with the transfer portal. So uh, Javian McCollum, what I like about him, again, he'd be uh, he's capable of shooting threes, but he can just create on his own. He can go and get his own shot. And um, Nebraska has had that with its point guards in the past, but um, none of them have really shot the three ball like um, Javian has shown. He's at 35% last year. Um, didn't take a ton of them, but um, he also showed that he can um, average a high clip of assists too. So mm-hmm. just your basic your basic awesome point guard, I think, is is what Javian McCollum 
is going to do. But like I said, the Sooners really want him to, and I think it's going to come down to the Sooners and, and uh, Huskers. And then another another visitor this past weekend for Nebraska that kind of flew under the radar was a 2023 guy, uh, Brady Dunlap. He's a yeah. six foot seven uh, shooting guard from California. Kind of an interesting story. He was a Notre Dame commit, but when uh, Mike Bray announced that he'd stepped down at the end of the season, um, Brady asked for and, and um, was granted his release from from Notre Dame. So um, that that um, had that had uh, him looking elsewhere. And I think you know Nebraska made his top. I think it was the top five, um, but some others were St. John's, Villanova was in there too. So um, you know it, that'd be another uh, class of 2023 commit to go along with Eli Rice, who's a really talented. A big guard at six foot seven um, that that just finished his post grad season um, down in IMG in Florida. So um, a lot of recruiting action going on, and, and yeah, like you said, um, after Rink Mass committed and Bryce Williams committed, two days later, uh, Fred got a 2024 commit verbal commit from Nick Janowski. Again, that's a big time pickup in my opinion because Nick Janowski goes, um, he plays his high school basketball at. Uh, Pewaukee, Wisconsin, which is about an hour's drive from where the Wisconsin Badgers play their mm-hmm. uh, basketball. And he had a, a Wisconsin um, offer. He had a USC offer, um, a Marquette offer, Iowa offer, just a lot of int- um, like really good programs want J- Nick Janowski. And his stats, this kid's stats, I mean, he just finished his junior year here um, at Pewaukee High School, and he is a three-time state champ. Um, so he's he's like Fred is going to really love that. He's a proven winner, and he uh, his junior season he averaged twenty three point two points per game. I think his uh, three point shooting was off the charts. It was forty one percent, and he took about one hundred seventy or one hundred eighty of them. Um, he's a really good free throw shooter too, um, and you know just a one of the best shooters I think in the two thousand twenty four class um, in the country. Honestly, um, if you go back and look at some of his his whole high school career, so. Um, it's going to be really important to keep him in the class because I think he's a great guy to kind of start off that 2024 class with. And I think he's, he'd be a perfect culture guy too, just a Midwest guy, tough, um, and just does everything the right way. So, uh, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right, Nick. Just the, the Hoiberg and, um, his staff in Nebraska basketball, they're, they're really, I think, doing good things on the recruiting trail right now. Well, Steve, we'll, we'll allow you a second to uh, catch your breath because, man, that was a, a deep and, and thorough kind of rundown on everything. We we appreciate that. And so, um, yeah, I just talked for a lot, didn't I? I'm well, no, no, you know, <laughs> you're fine. No, no, seriously, that's I, I left it that that way for you. We're all good with that. We bring so. you on because people want to hear you. They don't want to hear yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> okay, so Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska joining us. We'll, we'll get to Husker football here in a moment, um, but I, I want to ask you to kind of put your prediction cap on, if you will. And out of those three, that the Latrell White, Wright, Sell Jr., Hunter Salas, and Javian McCollum, who ends up being a Husker in your eyes? I think um, so. This is just a guess, no inside info. I don't know what these kids are thinking, but um, I, I think uh, the staff really likes Javian McCollum. Um, he's that true point guard, uh, I, and you know when you compare him to guy a guy like Latrell uh, Wright, Sell, who can play you know, kind of a combo guard. You can play the point a little bit, but you, I, in my opinion, he's a little bit more of a shooting guard. Gotcha. Um, and I just think that Nebraska, what they need right now is a point guard. They have their two bigs with Blaze Keita and now Rank Mask, who's a really good, I think, I, I just, guys, I think the, the fan base is really going to like Rank Mask. He's he's a really super smart guy and 
he can do a lot of different things. He has a nice little baby hook, left or right shoulder. It's 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 really good. But but what the team really needs right now is a point guard. And when I look at JV and McCollum, he's everything a point guard. He's everything you need in a point guard. He can get to the rim on his own. He can make a three once in a while. He can he can distribute the basketball. He can run the pick and pick and roll. Um, he's just showed a lot of good stuff. And even they, like Nebraska has um, really kept an eye on JV McCollum since they were at that ESPN in, Invitational down in uh, Orlando, I believe it was, in, back in November because Siena was one of the teams that was in that tournament. And when he played against the Power Six teams, I think it was Ole Miss and then Florida State, he had really good games. And he, had, he averaged, he, he uh, tossed out eight assists in each of those games um, along with 24 points against Ole Miss and I think it was 17 or 18 against Florida State so he's shown that against um, upper level competition that he can play and I think he's um, wanting to show everybody that he can play um, and, and maybe at the Big Ten level too so um, out of those three I, I think Javen McCollum obviously Hunter Salas I don't think anybody would um, maybe peg him as a uh, just a straight up point guard they can do a lot of different things um, maybe more comfortable at the two and three um, but you know, elite level defender, obviously with Hunter Salas, but again, a lot of different programs are going to want him. And, um, I don't know, I don't have any inside info on yeah. that. Um, but I, I do know that, you know, if there is a chance, um, if there is, you know, any, any idea in Hunter's mind that he wants to come back, I think Fred Hoiberg uh, lays out the red, yeah. red carpet and, and just takes him and, and figures out things later. So, um, but out of those three, I'm going JV McCollum. That's, that's what my gut's telling me. All right, Steve. Now, now transitioning over to football, transfer portal opened up on Saturday, and and so far to this point, Nebraska only has one entry into the portal, and that's Alante Brown, who has been away from the team for a while now. Are, are we surprised that it's only one guy so far? Um, it, like in my opinion, not really. I mean, we still have until April thirtieth. Yep, obviously, and. Um, you know, there, there are more practices and, and who knows what it's like behind the scenes with like how, how the program wants to do it. These, these names maybe have, these things have already maybe have been decided and, you know, it's just the programs um, maybe plan to, you know, have them announce all in one day or, yeah. or something like that. I don't know how it works behind the scenes. So maybe things are already set in motion and we just um, haven't, and it hasn't been made public yet, but um, you know, the, I think a lot is going to happen um, in the summer, um, but and and he, who knows? There's a lot of you know loopholes that coaches, new first year coaches, can use um, to to maybe help the numbers um, even themselves out the way that they need to. Um, but you know, with Alante, you know, I I, I like the kid. I, I I hope he does well in his next um, position. But um, you know, if if you're asking me if I'm surprised, there's only one. No, I'm not. Uh, but, you know, like I said, we got until April 30th when the uh, spring transfer uh, window closes. So, um, but again, you know, there's, they're around, I think, 98 or 97 scholarships mm -hmm. currently on the roster right now. And, you know, it's going to get down to 85 uh, at the end of, by the start of the season. So, you know, no, not, not totally. I guess too concerned that only one has entered the portal yet. Yeah, the the loopholes that Steve is is kind of alluding to. Lincoln Riley did it at USC last year, where he had over 120 guys on scholarship and basically essentially cut them, but left them still to where they get all their benefits for a scholarship. Uh, just weren't able to suit up for for football games on Saturdays, and so 
Um, there's, there's like Steve said, loopholes to that. Steve, a couple more before we go ahead and let you go. I guess along those same lines, like I, I sit here five days before the, the spring game and saying, all right, there's a lot of positions that are just up in the air, right? There's a lot of just question marks on a, on both sides of the ball. Um, quarterback obviously being the biggest one, but that one's not going to be sorted out on Saturday. And not a lot of positions are, aren't going to be sorted out on Saturday, but you might get a gauge on who is really a player. Like like a guy like John Bullock, who we haven't heard about from previous staffs. He's come up now in conversations with the new coaches. Like Saturday's an opportunity for him to kind of really put it on notice. Like, hey, I, I'm here and I'm, I'm, I'm ready to compete for this one. This, this game on Saturday is going to be pretty competitive. Yeah, I think so, and I think that's what Matt Rule wants the fans to understand, that you know, in some spots there might be positions, um, a position battle, and, and guys might be um, battling for the spot on the entire roster and might not be there in the fall. So yeah. I think this is exactly what uh, Matt Rule had in mind when he uh, took this job, took a, look, took a look at the roster, saw how many um, scholarships are on it, and you know, after, after they brought in everybody they did through the transfer poll, portal um yeah i mean have, making this thing a competition and making it fun and, and making guys really want to maybe earn their spot on the roster altogether i mean that's exactly what what matt rule wants and yeah you mentioned a, a really interesting one with john bullock um who's a, a walk-on uh, from creighton prep but like you know where does he factor into the linebacker group right yeah. i mean who's who's suiting up right next to luke reimer right in that first team defense is it a guy like chief Porters or um, they, are they willing to try out John Bullock and and see see what he can do right next to Luke Reimer with that first team defense? I don't know. I'm I'm just thinking about all sorts of things. Uh, but yeah, I mean that linebacker group is interesting. Once you get past um, Luke Reimer, it's like who's who's going to be uh, standing there right next to him uh, with Nick Hendrick out for the out for the spring as he rehabs that injury. So um, yeah, I mean competition, competition, competition. It's it's everywhere, especially in that defensive backfield. Uh, too, you know, it's going to be really interesting. I'm, I'm really going to keep, be keeping an eye on Malcolm Hartzog. I had a story on Inside Nebraska Go this morning about um, maybe where he factors into Tony White's defense. Is he a corner? Is he a safety? Is he a, a slot nickel? Um, what is he? Um, so, you know, I'm going to be really interested in, you know, one thing to keep in mind um, that I'm trying to do myself is, you know, what we see on Saturday, um, you know, might not mean a whole a whole exactly. lot because, you know, spring spring practices, spring games, usually don't and with this uh, specific coaching staff right now in their first spring with this with this team they're just trying to find out which guys work best where mm-hmm. and you know if you ask me where Malcolm Hartzog is going to end up you know week week one when Nebraska takes on Minnesota I'm still going to say corner but you know I'm anxious to see you know what what he looks like at at, at a safety right I mean yeah. maybe it's a potential a rover spot. I mean, he'd be a pretty small rover, but you know, we we saw how Malcolm Hartzog attacks guys. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't leave anything behind. He doesn't care how small he is. So, um, yeah, just a lot of lot of things to keep in mind. Obviously, the the quarterbacks are going to be um, interesting to watch. See see how accurate they are. See how accurate Jim, Jeff Sims is. Um, see if he can read a defense. Things with uh, basic stuff like that. So, um, yeah, uh, really really anxious to to get this spring game underway and. Um, you know, quit quit talking about things and actually watch some football. Perhaps the uh, most important question of the day: thoughts on Herbie Husker? Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Uh, I'm not a huge mascot guy. Like, okay. I saw it. They all look good. Um, that's about all I got for you guys. I all mean, right, cool. At the end of the day, it's a mascot. So Cool. I, that's, that basically says tells me that you think Little Red is better, and I agree that's with you. That's not what he's saying. Um, yeah, that is not what I'm saying. I'll agree with that, Rico. But, um, you know, it's – I mean, they're both all right. How about that? They're there both okay in my book. That works. All right. Hey, Steve. Hey, appreciate the time as, as always, man. Um, r- really good stuff. And uh, enjoy the spring game. I'm sure we'll see you out there and we'll talk to you next week with, with a lot of reaction and just, you know, hard points that we know for, you know, that are factual. We know exactly who's going to be on the roster. Yeah. For sure. And, and next week we can talk about uh, the, the Chicago Cubs and how they are. Yes. Um, should Gosh, be classified as a good baseball team and how Patrick Wisdom yep. needs some base runners on the bag. So when he jacks yes. a home run, he can. it's not a Gosh. solo home run. It could be like a two or three run home run. Dang it. That. Dang it, Steve. We texted about it earlier today <laughs> saying that we were going to talk Patrick Wisdom. I'm because, so glad we did. Because Rico would hate that. I'm so glad And I completely forgot it. That's on me. Rico, uh, Patrick Wisdom is a good baseball player, and I don't care if he leads major leagues in strikeouts. He is must-watch TV because of his ability to um, send the ball out of the park. Hey, it's a, I, hey, I, I, you know what? I know that because I picked him up on my fantasy team. Well, good, solid, well, solid job by you, Rico. Thank you for thank you for uh, your service, Steve. Steve, and here's a point that a lot of people might not realize: they don't have Seiya Suzuki yet. Oh, they do. He's, he's been back. out there. Yeah, he's oh, back. he has been out. What he you has talk- been out wow, there. what kind of Cubs oh, fan are you? Boy. I knew that. Oh boy, this is <laughs> it. This hasn't is a tough... been a lot. He, it hasn't he been a lot. Yes. The season, uh, yes. On the uh, injured, but that's he has right. Been that's out right. There he has been out there the last few days. He had a home run. Yeah, yeah. We're good with that. We're good. Dang. All right, we're going to let you go right on that note, Steve. Well, that's a poor one to go on, but yes, I agree. All right, Steve. We'll talk to you later. There is Steve. Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. Um, wow. I, I completely, completely spaced there. So we should probably get. I was trying. I was trying to uh, trying to, be to add okay. add to the. Hey, look at how good they are. It's okay. The Cubs are good, Thank better you. than the Cardinals currently, who still have a losing, losing record. Just want to point that out there. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. Strick and Austin will join us next. We'll get their thoughts on uh, Herbie Husker and more coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.